Hello and welcome to the Diabetes Dugout with Brighty and Peachy, brought to you by the Diabetes Football Community. This is your regular dose of all things football and diabetes as we bring you the stories of those affected by the condition who have a love of the sport. Everything we share and talk about on this podcast is from personal experience and if you have any concerns about the management of your condition, you should always check in with a healthcare professional. Now, with all that said, let's crack on with the episode. Hello everyone, welcome to the first episode of the Diabetes Dugout. My name's John Peach, um, I'm one of the, I wouldn't say the originals, but I, I was up there as, as, as one of the starting um, members of TDFC. With me, my, I, I like to call him my co-host, really he's the brains behind all this, Chris Bright. Um, <laughs> you were there Chris, in the starting lineup, weren't you mate? You were in the starting uh, lineup. I was, at last. It took, took me long enough to get into the starting lineup, but I was there. I was there. Chris, hello. Hello, mate. We've made it. We have made it. I mean, as soon as you make a podcast, surely that means you've made it. So, I mean, we must we must be right up there now with the, some of the greatest names out there that are delivering some podcasts. But jokes aside, um, yeah, very, very excited to start this project. We've been talking about it for a while. And um, I suppose, mate, we better, we better start it off with a bit of an introduction and, and tell tell people that are going to be listening who we are go on what do you want age or beauty first which one which one's going to go first <laughs> uh, t- i don't know if they'll believe you when you tell them your age john that's uh, that's why within the podcast no one has to see me <laughs> people can just imagine that i'm still mid-20s yeah so so how long have you been um type one for then john and how have you got sort of how have you got into this position with you know the diabetes football community yeah so I, I was again without giving away my age I was diagnosed mid-80s um was diabetic so 30 plus years ago um yeah it's, it's been a been a roller coaster journey um being brought up loving football playing from an early age absolutely loving it um and got into the diabetes football community really bizarrely um it was one i think i'm sure it was a friday night and just looking on twitter discovered this account the diabetes football community and just sending a couple of messages going love what you're doing oh instant reply straight away this person's obviously got nothing else to do on a friday night apart from reply to random strangers um and then as anyone that's that's met brighty knows like th- this man could sell ice to the eskimos <laughs> within within probably 20 minutes he'd managed to convince me to meet him um to go for a coffee uh in Worcester I think it was um so when it was probably a few weeks later when met him in Worcester took my notepad like uh all good people do to meetings to try and look as though I'm, I'm interested look important I, I hadn't even wanted to go to the meeting I'll be honest mate you, you somehow managed to get me into it all I wanted to say was this sounds great and you got me into a meeting so we uh we sat down I had a couple of coffees you had a couple of diet cokes both avoided the cake obviously um and then I walked away from the meeting sort of an hour and a half later got back to the car and my wife and, and oldest were have been um meeting a friend and, and she said how did it go and I went yeah really good I think I've signed up to being part of running it. And that realisation that, hang on a minute, what what on earth has just gone on? But uh, 
No, honestly, the, the journey has been incredible for, for someone like me. I, I've, I've never been particularly confident about talking about my diabetes and no, no reason why like, I'm not, not embarrassed by it, not um, wanting to share it. I guess it just never sort of thought it needed to come up in conversation. And I don't know if part of it was people not wanting to treat me any differently. Um, but as, as a mate turned around the other day and said, said like for all these years of playing with you and alongside you like you you never once sort of mentioned your diabetes and now you don't stop going on about it um but yeah it's it's through through the diabetes football community um or tdfc as as we like to be known just for saving a bit of time um that did my confidence um in terms of talking about diabetes um, sharing my experiences, get, gaining from others as well is massive. Uh, it's, think, it's just grown. Do you think it's changed your relationship with your condition, John? Do you think it's helped oh. you the way you manage things as well? Yeah, massively. It's, um, I'll tell you what, the, 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 we've got a WhatsApp group and it's got, um, we've got over 60 members, probably over 70 now. And just the, I guess all being into our sport and all being competitive, when you see other people talking about their HbA1c's or um, what percentage of the day they've been in range, I don't want to be that person that's sat there going, oh, man, I'm miles away. And if I'm going to share stuff, I want to be a good example of being a diabetic as well. And if I'm going to talk to, to young children about this or um, teenagers, even other adults, how can I be giving advice if if my control is rubbish? Um it's, it's yeah it's just I, I guess it's it's given me that that um sort of added importance of um actually do you know what if, if I'm gonna try and be a role model to others I've got to be doing it well myself I, I've got to be in control and, and I've got to be saying actually I, I think it's good in that I can say I'll hold my hands up and say my control wasn't always good but my uni years were not uh i wouldn't even say particularly well controlled i'd, I'd almost go as far as saying they weren't controlled um yeah it's through those, sorry yeah it's, it's those um you know those difficult those challenging times isn't it i think you know from listening to you john as well definitely inspired you almost to, yeah. to change your you know your the way you viewed your condition and then you know hopefully it's not done to your management and then you know yeah. through doing that by being almost full circle with it you're now you were inspired now you're inspiring others yeah. to you know to be part of this movement to, to take better control of their condition themselves and um you know from my perspective having you involved and the way that you approach being involved with the diabetes football community is is incredible and um you know, you, you now, you now lead, you know, you're, you're now in that position where you're, you know, you're pushing me, you're coming up with ideas, you're leading from the front, mate. And to see you go from, you know, we laugh about that first meeting where you, you know, in the coffee shop and you come with your pad and you, like you said, I can try and sell, you know, ice to the Eskimos or sand to the Egyptians. And, um, you know, absolutely. I, you know, you can, my passion's been for this project and uh we're going to come on to this in a second but it was there to inspire people from the very start for for various different reasons to bring people on board with it but to see you you know from that that meeting i think it was in october 2017 to, yeah. to where you are now with the project you know being one of the 
the leaders of the diabetes football community and the way that you now inspire people, you know, it, it pushes me, it inspires me. And it also makes me feel incredibly proud of what we've done and what we've achieved with this community. And, um, you know, it brings me on very nicely to probably where I where I come into it all. And obviously today, John, being a very big day, obviously we're, we're recording well, on... Why is it a big day? Why, why is it a big day? Because actually, John, Friday... The 26th of February is the fourth anniversary of the founding of the diabetes football community, which was where I come into it, you know, as the founder. Yeah, we can have a mini round of applause if you like, John. Um, But, you know, that's where I come into it as, uh, you know, four years ago this day, I started the the Twitter account. And um, yeah, I mean, don't know if I could have dreamt it going as well as it has um and the way that it's helped people not just from the united kingdom but you know it's given people all over the the world an opportunity to to relate to something maybe to to identify with something and then to inspire them to you know just as you have john to take better care of themselves maybe with their diabetes maybe just to find something that they can relate to for the first time which is with their condition and then ultimately just feel a part of something and feel a part of a movement. And, you know, from my perspective, it came from many, many years of not feeling a part of anything, feeling a bit distant from my condition, feeling that um, actually I was stigmatized, you know, the, the circles that I moved in, in terms of football and um, what I'm, you know, feeling that stigma, if you like, from um, players, coaches around yeah. me and that environment that I was in. You know, hoping that um, by creating this, I could hopefully create, you know, put something in place that actually started to negate some of those things that I'd felt growing up as a child with the condition. And, um, you know, diabetes football community, big peer support movement is there to sort of, I think, uh, reduce some of that stigma, inspire people, actually raise awareness of the condition in a positive light and, uh, I hope we've been able to do that. I'm sure many, and I, I hope many people that may listen to this will say that we have and, and we continue to do so. So, you know, and that's, you know, where I come into it, having started it and having had, you know, type one diabetes now, and, you know, they won't even believe it. Even when they look at my, my face for radio as well, John, you know, um, it's been 21 years, you know, with type one diabetes for me. So, um, since, since birth for you then really? <laughs> yeah, I, I wish mate. I wish. Um, <laughs> Wasn't uh, it a big one this year for you? Uh, well, into, yeah, the end of 2020, yeah. there was a rather large birthday and it wasn't 21 John. So we'll leave it there, mate. Um, but yeah, you don't, don't like to talk about it. Do you? No, unfortunately. Well, you know, I'm embracing it. I'm embracing it. <laughs> We've moved into the, the thirties and, um, yeah, I, I feel fine for it. I feel good for it. And you know what? I'm probably wiser and better off for moving into my thirties <laughs> as well. So um, I suppose, you know, in all of that, maybe we should talk a little bit about why we wanted to do this, John, you know, why we wanted yeah. to bring a podcast about. Well, I'm just, before we do that, I've just got a quick question. Something I'm really keen. And I don't know if I've, I've ever asked you this, but we just talked about um, how TDFC came about. Um what really how what did you see um or sorry how did you see it going in your first first year first couple of years what were your what were your aims and goals through through setting it up um, or is, <laughs> i mean did, did you ever see it 
being where it is now, honestly? Um, I had visions, and I don't know whether this is just me as a person um, and my drive and, and motivation, if you like. I had visions that it could be massive. Yeah. Um, it could really go very well um, because I could see a clear gap in the way that maybe healthcare was missing something around, you know, finding other people um, with the condition that had a, maybe something else in common that could bring people together and they could work with each other to try and yeah. identify with the condition. So I felt there was a big gap. I did feel that it could go really well. I think if I'm honest, it's probably gone slightly better maybe than I thought it could. Um, but I had big visions. I always pushed really hard. So actually, those first couple of years, you know, I was went back to university to give me the time and give me the space to really push and really try to create this and, and make it something special. And um, wow, did we wow did we achieve some things in the first couple of years? And uh, you know, everything from doing a documentary about a child and their family with type one diabetes through to you know, creating a team from the United Kingdom with all type that everybody had type one diabetes to go and represent the United Kingdom in, in Dia Euro. And, um, yeah. you know, just some amazing things that we've done and, uh, and been a part of. And, you know, the opportunities to, to speak to people all over the world about it and, and to travel with the diabetes football community to, to reach people has been, yeah, amazing. And I can only see it continuing to grow. But it, yeah, it's just been, I don't know, you know, if it could have, it could have gone much better than maybe it has. Yeah. Uh, I had visions it would go well, but maybe not as well as it has. Yeah. Well, too, that, that, that meeting that we, that we had, you, I've still got the notes and some of the stuff that you were talking about, bear in mind, I, I didn't know you at all. And I'm thinking this guy's got big targets, big goals. I don't think they're achievable. And yeah. like full, full credit to you for, because like you mentioned there, that the, the drive that you've got to, ensure all these things happen like I, I remember you talking about getting a team to the die euros and in my head I'm going uh, it's, it's far too no, you've left it far too late we, we can't do that we can't raise that amount of money um and yeah sure enough we've got it we, 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 we got a team it, it wasn't just a, like a a scratch squad either it was it was a they were good quality footballers there or futsal players in there as well so just yeah. the yeah, I, I just think I, yeah. Looking back on it from it, what, everything that's happened over such a short space of time, and and but doing the the, the social media like I have at, at various different points, and seeing the comments that that we get from diabetics, from parents, from carers, from grandparents, from neighbours, it's yeah. I, I just think that that, that what, what what you've done or, or, or what has happened as, as a team of everyone including tdfc is, is incredible and yeah it's the, the the visions that we've got going forward for that for over the next year are, it's just going to get bigger and bigger it's incredible I'd, I'd be really interested as well john to see what those notes were as well you know that's <laughs> it's something in itself mate is just to go back to to 2017 and yeah. you know to revisit those things that i said we might do when we sat down in that coffee shop in uh, in Worcester, you know right. that would be interesting in itself to see what we we wrote. But yeah, we've we've done some amazing things, and I had some big dreams. And you know, for the most part, with a lot of obviously hard work, passion, 
and um, I'd like to think a bit of know-how as well. We've done, you know, yeah. we've been able to put a lot of those things in place and, uh, you know, it builds in really nicely to some of the things we want to do and achieve in the next year, maybe a bit longer. Obviously, with this podcast, we want to reach more people. We want to have a regular opportunity for people to get in touch and, and hear what we've got going on and communicate with us. Um, and also then an opportunity to to continue to share our work and what we're going to get up to. So things like um, looking at opportunities for children in the future to bring them together, looking at obviously growing our, our playing and participation arm, if you like, with, you know, women's team, um, the continuation of the men's team. Um, and then obviously more education opportunities, which obviously this is one of them in terms of a podcast, looking at conferences, all things like that. So, you know, we've we've already been a part of many of these things, but hopefully we just continue to grow the reach and, the, you know, the opportunities to continue to inspire and educate, I suppose. Yeah, we, we, we've got a few things set up, haven't we, before the original lockdown? And, and that was, um, I know from, um, from my side, living in Bristol, we've got... Um, stuff in place to do a, a taster day for the people in Bristol so uh yeah we were gutted when that when that fell through but th- things like that they're they're just on the back burner it's not that right we're not going to do that again yeah the, the the next year obviously depending on what what situation we're in and what restrictions are in place where there's we've got a lot lined up oh absolutely yeah plenty of things lined up for what we want to do and what we want to achieve and like you said, we're just putting a few things on the back burner for the very, for the time being, just because of the pandemic and the current situation. But as soon as things open up again and we've got that opportunity to to bring people back together, there's so much we want to do and 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 still have so much ambition around. So, um, but in terms of this podcast, then John, what what do you think we're what we're we going to do with it? What what are we tell tell everybody what we're going to be doing and what we're oh. going to be trying to do. What, what are we? Well, I think we've thought that we were the only people in the world not doing a podcast, so uh, <laughs> we, should, we should jump on the bandwagon. Um, no, I think it's we we've sort of been floating the idea, and, and, and you've done a, a few Instagram lives with with various different people um, that have, have gone down really well, and sort of jumped on them, and yeah, just you, you're seeing the comments coming in from people and the questions, and I guess we just saw it as a as a chance to. Um, to chat things diabetes, to chat things football, hence the diabetes dugout, as it's going to be known. Um, and just not, I mean, like, like you said, we're not here to be clinical experts, but to, to offer our advice and, and through the, the range of guests, it's not just going to be us two every week. Don't worry, everyone. So you, you'd, you'd be tuning out after, well, if you haven't already, you, yeah, you wouldn't last much beyond episode two. We, we, we've got some, uh, got some good guests lined up so hopefully the the, the range of experiences that, that we're going to bring to you and, and not just diabetes and football but through a, a a varying range of exercises we're hoping potentially to get look out for some some parents and carers to come on people who coach football teams because actually a lot of our um followers on social media are parents and carers of young children with type one and I think that as as I've said to you for for me I look back now at the the, the job that that my parents did and just think wow like, w- would I be able to cope if if one of my boys was was diabetic and actually what what's what have they been through um and I guess just 
just trying to be able to appreciate everyone that is involved um, in in one way or another with, with diabetes and celebrate them, share experiences, um, offer advice, um, and just yeah, just just have a chat, really, isn't it? That's what we're doing. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's record, recording one of our phone calls. Yeah, exactly. Just for us, this is just like how we normally talk to each other anyway. Yeah, so, but like you said, hopefully we can bring a few different stories to the to the listeners, to our community on a regular basis, which, you know, we'll look through a different lens each time. You know, we'll no doubt we'll get some inspirational figures of, of coaches that deliver that might be type one and hopefully we'll have parents of those living with type one as well and how you know you're coping with maybe a child that's living with type one diabetes and how they're tackling it for football so we can raise that awareness of that and and, and obviously we'll we'll look out for some some high profile guests as well that are you know maybe setting the setting the standard if you like for the level that they play at in terms of football whilst living with type one so we're hopefully going to bring a variety of different um, stories to to the podcast, which hopefully will, um, you know, will educate, will you know, inspire, will um, will provide support and an, a regular opportunity for you for everyone to hear, you know, their stories, our stories mixed in, as well as then hopefully the, um, you know, that opportunity to to hear um, what's going on at TDFC, you know, on a regular basis, the ins and the outs of what we're up to. So is there anything that um, anyone listening to this who thinks actually that would be like, I'd, I'd like to hear about this. I'd like to hear about that or anyone that wants to appear as a guest, what, what how would they get in touch? Yeah. So if anyone wants to appear as a guest or has any thoughts or ideas about, you know, the podcast and what you'd like to do, what we should do with it, you know, um, get in touch via the, um, the social media accounts, which, you know, is at TDFC diabetes on Twitter and um, at the diabetes football community on both Facebook and Instagram and, you know, drop us a message um, or comment on posts, you know, who you'd like to hear from on the podcast. And uh, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll try our best to feature, you know, particular guests that people might want to hear from. Um, and also then also looking at subjects and, and ideas that you might want me and Peachy to, to talk about live on the pod or, um, you know, get a particular guest to talk about as well on the podcast. So um, that's, you know, if you want to get in contact and want to want to hear about someone or something in particular, head on to the socials and, and drop us a line. We could also really, really do with a little jingle as well. We were talking about this the other day, weren't we? And neither of us are particularly musical. I've got, um, I've, I've basically, I've, I've got a little piano that is suitable for, for a four-year-old and it's got a microphone. However, I'm very limited as to what I can play on there. I think I, I can do about three songs, but we need somebody who could do just a little jingle for us, something that we can put in so it's not just voices. So if you're, any way musical or, or you could create something for us we would love to hear from you um anyone any good at editing podcasts as well if you think yeah i'd love to do this i'd love to be out there part of the the diabetes football community editing the podcasts i haven't got a clue so i've left it to brighty he's a very busy man apparently he, he, he likes he, he likes to tell us every now and then that he's busy um but if anyone would like to get involved that way 
as well just just drop us a line it'd be it'd be great to hear from you um, and uh, yeah get, get you on as part of part of our part of our team all good podcasts have a backroom staff don't they yeah well and that's it and we're looking for our backroom staff and you know with it being you know the diabetes dugout and all that me and peachy might be the ones stood on the front and the barking out the orders from the sideline but there's always going to be people sat in the dugout that we you know we need some help from so to help us so if anybody is you know savvy on on uh, podcasts in terms of music or you know and jingles and uh, like you said john um could help us with editing yeah we'd really appreciate it because currently me and peachy are you know this is we can talk and we can we can make things happen with guests but that's you know the editing side of things i've had to you know pick it up as i go along and uh yeah certainly we'd love we'd love it if and also it's an opportunity for anybody in the community that is passionate about the diabetes football community to to feel you know a part of something as well within within our project so um yeah if anybody is out there thinking oh i could help with that then yeah please do get in touch well one of the regular things we're going to do as well as chatting we're going to throw throw in a few sort of curveballs every now and then i'm just going to uh test this out on brighty so one of our things we're going to do is random questions so we've got a list of 20 of the most well probably not the most but just bizarre random questions brighty hasn't seen these doesn't know what the numbers are so i need you to pick a number between one and 20 brighty and i'm gonna fire the question at you oh mate you absolutely stung me here um so how many have i got to pick how many numbers am i picking i'm picking three questions no just give, give me one to start with all right let's not fire all questions at the same time okay well, let's go with my birth date which is number 14. Number 14. What was the last film you saw? Oh, last film that I saw. Um, it was... I think it was Bad Boys 3. Whoa. Any good? Recommend it? Yeah, highly recommend it. I really, really enjoyed it, mate, to be honest. Uh, big fan of the Bad Boys trilogy. A lot of fun. Will Smith films are always a good laugh, so I think it was Bad Boys 3, mate. Can't go wrong with Will Smith, can you? Nah, definitely not. I think, and, and the follow-up to that is, as a big Will Smith fan, as we've just discovered, can you do the rap from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Oh, mate, I, I don't know. I don't know if they're, they're quite ready for that on the pod, mate. <laughs> so, uh, But if enough people ask me for the rap, <laughs> if that's something that we need to hear on the podcast... And if enough people comment and enough people share the podcast and they say Brighty doing the rap to Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and that gets us some more followers <laughs> and more listeners, John, I will give the people what the people want to hear. I, I imagine that you'll have at least three people asking you to do it. Well, three's not quite enough, but we'll discuss how many is enough. <laughs> but if there's enough out there that say, Brighty, you're doing Fresh Prince of Bel-Air rap on the Diabetes Dugout, I can't let the people down, John. You've got it. You are, you are, you are one that performs to your crowd. Absolutely. Go on then. Next, next number. Um, I always used to like wearing the number eight when I was a kid. That was my, my number. Oh, number eight. Here we go. This is this is the bit that... Oh. Team you support and why? Oh. We, oh. Sorry, We're sorry great. to the listeners. Oh, what a team, John. Aston Villa Football Club, um, grown up in the Midlands. Um, Aston Villa were one of the best sides from the Midlands in the 90s. 
when I grew up. So it was a natural, um, I suppose, most kids like to support teams that are doing well. So I think my dad pushed me in the direction of Villa as it was local Premier League team. They just won the Coca-Cola Cup. And uh, I was obviously mad into my football and, um, yeah, pushed me towards Aston Villa. So I've been a Villa fan since probably, or 95. So through the ups and downs or through the downs? Uh, yeah, there's been more downs and ups, I think. Um, yeah. I joke. I mean, we've had some good teams um, in the... You know, in the 2000s, there was an opportunity to finish close to the, finish close to the top four. You know, we've been in some cup finals and never quite got over the line and won one. But um, yeah, and obviously in the last few years, we spent three years in the championship. But, you know, we're back now. We're looking a lot better this season. Hopefully we can build on it for next season and uh, maybe, who knows, get to, you know, being regular top half team in the Premier League again would be would be my sort of aim as a Villa fan for the future, not trying to bite off more than we can chew at the minute and just uh, see if we can uh, end up somewhere in the top half regularly would be great. And obviously I'd be more interested to know about your second team, Chris. Who, who would you say is your second team? Oh, this is, there's a good reason why you've asked me about my second team, isn't there, John? So my second I team... what you mean. <laughs> my second team is also one of your teams, as it is uh, Wickham Wanderers. Come on, the chair boys. Up the chair boys, because um, I was born in High Wickham, so it's a team I follow quite closely with my uh, with my links to to the area. So yeah, Wickham Wanderers, Gareth Ainsworth, Beast Mode, Adibayo, Akin Fenwick, you know all the boys. Um, so yeah, staying up, staying up. I fingers crossed that they can get some more results and put themselves in contention at the at the minimum at the bare minimum. So, yeah, are you are you throwing another question at me or Go on, we... one more? Go one on. more. Let's do, let's do one more. What's your number? Oh, um, I'm gonna say let's go. The number or. Oh. Let's go number six, as that was the oh. last number I wore for Wales. Here we go. The last thing you purchased. Oh, last thing I purchased. E- eBay. Oh, no, I've just been, no, tell you what, I've just been food shopping, mate. So that's not oh. very uh, exciting, is it? So last thing I purchased was probably uh, some salad and meal stuff and uh, some protein <laughs> bars for the weekend. Oh. <laughs> so, what yeah. an athlete you are. What an athlete, Brighton. Oh, yeah, well... I try sometimes, mate. I do try sometimes. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, that that's just one of the features that we're um, just to, I guess, just lighten it up. Not not um, not so. Not everything's not just constant, uh, not constantly, but purely diabetes. Just gonna anything, anything like that. If you've got any of the silly questions that you want to add in as well, let us know. We'd we'd love to get your input as well. Because as you probably heard, I'm only up to twenty questions at the moment, and. We don't want to keep asking the same ones. So fire your silly questions at us that, that you want us to be asking our guests. Yes, absolutely. And then I suppose uh, finally to re- kind of wrap up our first episode, John, and I suppose as we're, you know, we're, we're talking about speaking to our listeners and, and stuff like that, I suppose thinking about if you do want to get in touch with us and you do want certain people on the podcast or you want to be on the podcast yourself, please do get in touch with us. Um, as I've already mentioned, the socials, but I'll repeat them, you know, at TDFC Diabetes on Twitter, uh, at the Diabetes Football Community on Facebook and Instagram. And then the website is www.thediabetesfootballcommunity.com. So if you do want to appear, 
and you or you have a subject we you want us to talk about please do get in touch and uh yeah and also for us to you know continue to do all of this where we we need your support so please do keep supporting in whatever way that is for you and keep listening and it doesn't have to be a whole episode if you want if you want to just appear for five minutes if you want to like as a praising your child for for how well they're doing if you go right can we just get them on for five minutes just ask them about their favorite team anything like that that we can do as well to to support the young young people as well just yeah get in do get in touch i think that's it mate i think think we're done episode one episode one ticked off and done 10 times two plus one romeo done Well, that's it for this episode. And we just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who has tuned in. And don't forget to subscribe and follow the podcast on whichever platform you're listening to us on. And whilst you're there, if you could rate and review us, that will help us and the show to reach more people. Whilst if you'd like to get in contact with us about any ideas or thoughts for the show, send us an email about the Diabetes Dugout to the Diabetes Football Community at gmail.com or head to the website www.thediabetesfootballcommunity.com for more information about our project. Thanks for joining us and tune in next time for more stories, inspiration and information about diabetes in football.